Welcome back to episode three of the Fergus Worldwide podcast. Today I sat down with Mikey Hardesty. He's a filmmaker whose short films have been featured in the All-American High School Film Festival, and his film Oblivious has garnered over three million views on YouTube. He breaks down where his films have taken him and the balance of his creative process. So let's get into it. Episode three. Okay, so um, you're a film student and mm-hmm. you create film. What mm-hmm. got you into that? Um, honestly, I have always had that interest. Um, I don't think I can remember a time where I wasn't into film. Um, like I was always playing with my mom's camera and whatnot, and uh, it kind of just spiraled from there. Uh, I, I mean, I made a lot of stuff in uh, like middle school and then high school. And uh, from there, it kind of formed itself into from like a hobby to like a career in a way. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I've just always been interested in, in visual storytelling. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing, nothing much other than that. Um, yeah. Uh, really into um, cinematography and um, lighting um, and just, um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm dabbling in kind of every different area, which makes it hard. Cause it's like, I, I want to, I want to write my own stuff and I want to direct my own stuff, but I also want to shoot it and edit it. And it's like, I, you know, it, it, in this very collaborative artistic field, it's, uh, you know, like wanting to do everything yourself is really hard. Uh, and, yeah. uh, I mean, as, as a film student now, and as a filmmaker for the past, I mean, like I, I've been seriously pursuing film for maybe six or seven years now, uh, but I've been doing everything uh, kind of on my own. Uh, so um, I don't know. It's it, it's it's interesting uh, to kind of see, you know, how how it all kind of turned out. It's it, I feel like I was in the right place at the uh, right time, like ninety yeah. percent of the time. So yeah. yeah, no, and I get what you're saying with wanting to do everything yourself because I feel like with a lot of ideas I have or things I work on, it's kind of like, you know, you hold these ideas so near and dear to you that like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to fulfill this vision and you want it to be like exactly you. And you kind of want to have this control over the project that um, keeps it really safe and close. But yeah, I've, I've just learned like with some of some of the things I've been doing, I, I've had to relinquish some of that control sometimes just so that Mm. things can get done (laughs) just so that I can actually, you know, actually be a artist and have things that are out (laughs) versus Mm -hmm. just not, you know, just talking about things, but um, yeah, that can always be a tough balance. So um, for sure. sure. So you've had a couple of your films do pretty well and be Uh um, (laughs) like, I I think I saw too, like, didn't a couple win a couple awards? Yeah. So one um, had like 3 million views. Yeah. um, So I'll, I'll talk about those two. Uh, the, the ones you're referring to is oblivious and thanks for the memories. Mm -hmm. Uh, those two, I made sophomore year of high school. Um, one of which was a hired project that, um, I mean, to be on a hired set at 16 was kind of cool. Um, I got hired by this, uh, anti-sex trafficking, uh, organization down in Denver and they wanted to, uh, have a short film kind of display like this day in a life of a girl who is trafficked in the suburbs. And so we did a lot of research on it. And, um, I mean, it, it, it was a lot of, uh, my producer, John DeYoung, who was, uh, my teacher at the time, uh, kind of like holding my hand through the process, but, uh, Mm -hmm. he recognized like, my ability, I guess I, I, I kind of like just went with it. And, um, we shot this film, um, in about two days and then it was edited within two weeks and then sent wow. to the company, 
uh, for review and we had minimal edits. Like I, I pretty much cranked it out in like three all nighters, I think. Um, wow. and, uh, yeah, uh, for, it was, it was a really cool experience cause we got to work with, uh, the local uh, FBI and, uh, get some research on like what actually goes into, um, sex trafficking in Denver. Cause it's a lot more, uh, you know, it's a lot, it's very underground, but it's very secretive and it's very under everyone's nose. And for me to kind mm-hmm. of be in a position where I can, you know, tell that story was just a, like, again, right place, right time. And um, that film was really cool because um, I didn't really expect anything to come out of it. I just thought, okay, I'm doing this video for this company. I'm pretty proud of it. It's uh, almost like a horror film in a way. Um, and uh, so I threw it up on my portfolio YouTube channel and I, j- I kind of ignored it for a while and all of a sudden it starts getting traction and I'm like, I'm noticing like, oh, it's got a couple thousand views. This is kind of weird. I, like I haven't promoted this at all. It's just kind of sitting there. I didn't do any tagging or anything. It just kind of did its thing. And, um, I remember when I was like super stoked when it went from 9,000 to 10,000 views. And I was so proud of it. And from there, it just kept spiraling and spiraling. And now it's at 3.3 million. And I, yeah, yeah, it's super crazy. Um, so that's wild. So you didn't do anything to like really advertise no. or promote that Uh-oh. film. I mean, and did, I promoted did the company my... you worked for, did the company you made it for do anything or was it like, yeah, so was it this was just for, totally, it was for a yearly conference that they do and they just okay. played it in front of one of the speeches. That's all they needed it for. Um, is they they played it in front of uh, actually the FBI agent that we worked with. He had a speech at the, that conference. And so they just needed something to like lead him in. So they were like, mm-hmm. oh, why don't we do this like five minute short film and uh, have this high schooler do it? <laughs> and, um, and from there, it just kind of kind of spiraled out of control. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't promote it at all. I mean, like I just kind of threw it up on my Instagram and was like, you know, sharing it with friends and family and whatnot. Wow. Uh, but um I mean, it, it was all just the YouTube algorithm, I guess. I That's wild. I know. <laughs> I know. Super weird, dude. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, and then, um, and then the other one you sent me also did pretty well. It was um, yeah. the romance film. What was the yeah, title yeah. of that one? Yeah. Uh, so that one's at like, I think twenty thousand views on YouTube. It, it's not as big on YouTube as Oblivious is. It, um, it won some awards or something, though, did, right? Yeah. So. Uh, Again, backtracking to Oblivious and Thanks, uh, I made uh, both of those sophomore year of high school and um, submitted those to the All-American High School Film Festival. And um, that is, I th- they're the self-proclaimed like biggest high school film festival in the world. Um, and it, it's in New York. Uh, it's in Times Square. And um, it was super cool because I got to, I, I submitted those films Again, not thinking about it. I, it was just a requirement for a class. And uh, I got an email back saying like, hey, are you, are, you, are you coming to this? And I was like, I wasn't wasn't planning on it. They're wow. like, you should really th- consider it. So um, I got my family on board. We flew out there. I'm still a sophomore at this point. I'm in New York and my films are screening at the AMC in Times Square. Um, and um, I don't know, it was the coolest fucking thing in the world. Um Thanks for the Memories was a passion project that I kind of worked on for a little bit. Um, and I, I was a really big fan of La La Land and I just really wanted to copy it. So, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, um, no, I was super proud of that film because that was one of the first films that I um, kind of was very much just self-motivated on. 
Um, it was something that I had been thinking about for, um, for a while in high school. And I just was like, I gotta, I gotta make this. There's something inside of me that just won't let me not make this. Um, so I, um, you know, wrote, shot, directed, edited, did the whole kind of nine yards with it. Um, and then, you know, threw it up on YouTube, not thinking it'd do anything, probably won't for a little bit. Um, but then, uh, this film festival comes up and, um, I get to the, um, they, they have like a best of fast showing. So they have like a screening of all the best films from that festival. And there's over like, I think um, 10,000 official selections and maybe I think 50,000 submissions in total. And then there are a total of about 20 films that get into this best of fast and oblivious and um, thanks for the memories were both in that kind of set list. And uh, the coolest thing in the world was watching thanks on, I think it was an IMAX screen and they uh the the audience like reaction to it and just the kind of like interaction that the film had on on people's emotions i guess really got to people and by the end of the movie i don't know if you uh, saw it that's okay if you didn't but by the end of the movie um people were screaming at the screen it was insane it was wow. probably one of the greatest moments um of my life it was, it was just so motivating that i'm like i can capture um like just feelings from people without using words. It's a silent film. Like um, I wanted to make it really universal. And the, the fact that people were screaming at the screen, you know, when, when the guy gets punched at the end and everyone's cheering and I'm like, ah, this is the ah, greatest moment of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I threw that clip up on my Instagram. I, I should send it to you, but um, no, it's, it, it's incredible. Uh, but in yeah, total award wise, awesome. it got, um, thanks for the memories got, uh, I think four nominations and so did oblivious. And then that same year I had a music video up there as well. So I think wow. total nine nominations, nice. so, no wins, but you know, I mean, biggest high school film festival in the world. Can't really expect that. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Hey, just a nomination is cool. And just being yeah. there is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a I, super cool story. Having that reaction and just having that experience had to be awesome. Oh yeah, it definitely was. And the, the people I met there, like, um, still talking to over Instagram DMs. It's like having connections in high school. It's like, well, it's like the industry already started for me in a way. Yeah. But yeah. yeah That's sure. awesome. Yeah. So, um, and you sent me that other film that was, um, I don't think it was finished. So I don't know if you want to yeah. fully I talk mean, we about could, that. We, we could talk about it. Uh, okay. I, I sent it to you because it was a film um, I'm really proud of. I'm still kind of building the sound design around yeah. it. Um, but, uh, it's this experimental film called awake. And, um, I, I, I kind of wanted to like, now that you mentioned, it, I kind of want to talk about like, um, the process as a, like an, an artist. And I kind of want to hear what, what, what you think about, you know, planning things out and yeah, absolutely. Um, or just shooting in the dark. Cause, uh, awake was completely by accident in a way <laughs> um, wow. that, so that guy, uh, his name is Logan Xavier. He was in one of my other films, Holly. And uh, he was in Colorado for a bit. He lives in LA now, but he uh, was like, I have this like school project where I just need to move around on camera and I kind of want to shave my head. Uh, you want to do it? So like, yeah, sure, whatever. So we just went to the woods and I just was like, I was like, all right, we're just going to do one take. You're going to shave your head and then do whatever you want to do. So he shaved his head, ran around in the forest barefoot, uh, got naked. And um, I thought that was that. And I was like, okay. That was that was interesting. Can we do anything with this? Uh, so we uh, took a little bit of time to think about it. I threw it in Premiere and started playing around with it. 
And I realized I'm like, no, 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 we need to shoot a little more. This isn't, this isn't finished. This isn't coherent. And so, you know, I used the wild sporadic nature of that first shoot and was like, let's balance it with a very controlled kind of, um, you know, very grounded in reality kind of version of yourself. Um, and so, uh, we shot again. Um, and I was like, I don't know what to do with this still. So I threw it in premiere, uh, and I'm chopping it up and whatever got in my head, I was like, okay, this is how we're structuring it. We're going to go back and forth. It's going to cut from black and white to color. And it's just going to, it makes sense in my head. So maybe it'll make sense in yours. So I, I was just like, let's just randomize this kind of order in a way um, and have this kind of build up in a way. And uh, he had a friend that did a uh, scoring um, who did this incredible score out of nowhere. Um, and we just kind of built the film out of that. And um, the biggest surprise to me is when I was showing people, like uh, I've had like hour long conversations about like the spirituality of the film and like what it, what, what its deeper intentions are. And I'm like, dude, it was, uh, dude wanted to shave his head. That was it. <laughs> like, yeah. like that was the finish of it. And so um, I don't know. I, I kind of wanted to hear your perspective on your process. Cause I, I honestly don't know what you make, uh, but I know you're an artist. Um, yeah. What is your What is your process like to, on um, like like planning things? Yeah. So um. So I'm a designer, and uh, okay. I'm actually also very into film. Mm. I'm not versed in it. I'm not going to tell you like I know what I'm doing, mm. but I'm getting into okay. it, and I kind of <laughs> want to combine those two mediums. Yeah. Um. So that's what I'm currently working on besides this project. Yeah. But um. I don't know. I I really like that that film kind of came from nothing because I feel like that's been a theme recently in my life where it's like, Hmm. you know, I, I want these ideas to be like calculated and like these like grandiose, like layered multiple, you know, like you said that people asking, like, I want to make things with the intention of, you know, people asking about them and thinking, what does this mean? Like, you know, how does this affect that? Like, does this mean, you know, whatever. And, Hmm. um, I don't know. I feel like kind of recently I've realized that a lot of times creation is just happenstance mm-hmm. like, like that, like you, you, you went out with your friend and took a couple shots and then suddenly like you have something that people like, and I liked it. I mm-hmm. thought it was really interesting. You know, I, I really like things that are very, you know, that, that, that kind of invoke a weirdness that are very interpersonal, mm-hmm. that are very, you know, um, so I thought it was sick, but I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like creativity and creation is such a flow state and, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's hard to create things. Like someone said on the last episode, um, mm-hmm. Eddie, he were a cool guy, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I listened he to was that episode. Like, he was great. Oh, awesome. But, um, he was like, you know, you have to be like a wind chime. Like you can't be like a coal factory, like pumping 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 and like expect great art to come out of it like mm. when the wind blows you just kind of have to be ready to move with it and mm. i mean i i think what you articulated is a great example of that is you just kind of went out and you know just the willingness to just too recently you know if like mm. somebody wants to shoot with me or someone wants to like just say yes because mm. you don't know what's going to come from it absolutely and yeah but that's i don't know that's a little bit of my process i'm i definitely okay. I definitely have things planned and I definitely like 
you know, like have a structure to things, but I've been mm-hmm. trying to be a lot more open to, you know, just kind of that randomness and just kind of, you Absolutely. know, let's do this and see what happens. Right. It's like a balance between impulsivity and, and structure. Um, yeah. That is really, it, it's hard to find the middle ground in creativity because like, I think when, when you, when you make things that are successful, that are out of kind of thin air, it's like the wind chime thing you were saying. Uh, and then, you know, I, I feel like what I was hearing a lot at my, uh, that film festival I went to was what's next. What's, what are you working on after this? Uh, and I'm like, Oh, the wind chimes haven't, haven't hit yet. I, I, <laughs> I don't know yet. And, um, I don't know. I feel like I, at that state of mind, there was a lot of pressure for me later on in high school to, uh, just pump things out and it's just it's the coal mine kind of kind of like uninspired and creating for the sake of creating but not really for myself um but i don't know there's a there's an interesting balance to that and i think every artist has to kind of live by experience to find that it's interesting Yeah. yeah yeah no and i think it's hard too because a lot of you know a lot of good artists are you know not traditionally um like, you know, a lot of times they're not the most studious. A lot of times mm-hmm. they're not the most structured people. Like a lot of times mm-hmm. these people yep. who have these <laughs> great ideas and are very good at expressing themselves through a non-traditional mean are um, very sloppy personally. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can be guilty of that sometimes. And yep, I, I know people at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so, so it is a balance there. It's like, you know, like we talk about, um, artistry and this kind of idea of like staying on a grind and like constantly pumping things out or at least keeping yourself motivated. Um, how do you do that personally in your, in your own work? For Sorry, me, kind of I just have to, <laughs> no, you're all good. Um, for me, I just kind of have to add structure in my life and areas of my life that aren't related to that. Like oh. if I have my shit together and other like for me it's all or nothing pretty much like if i don't do everything i sp- i'm supposed to do i'm going to do nothing i'm supposed to do if that mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. and that that might just be for me but like i have to like you know i'm a very unorganized person so i have to try mm-hmm. very hard to be organized you know like i try like night before getting the notes app getting the calendar something make a plan for the day you know wake up in the morning eat go to the gym do this, do that, do that, do that. And when I'm able to follow that structure and I kind of hate it because again, I'm a very unorganized, unstructured person, but mm-hmm. I've realized that that discipline leads to freedom. <laughs> that mm. discipline allows me to um, be able to create something, to mm. be able to get something done with my day, to be able to do the work I need to do so I can also have time for the fun I want to have. And um, yeah, I mean, this is probably like a very simple concept to a lot yeah, of people. It is. A I'm just concept. like, it's effective I, though. You're yeah. so right. Like, like having some kind of structure of, of waking up at a certain time and uh, getting your ass out of bed and, you know, just getting outside or just like getting out of your like sleepy headspace. Mm-hmm. I feel like has helped me a ton in the past couple of weeks. Um, like after, after moving here, I've like caught myself in like a creative rut. I feel like, because Mm -hmm. I haven't, I just like, haven't had the motivation to want to get out of bed. Um, and like, I mean, I'm just like you, I'm I'm probably more unorganized than you are. Honestly. Um, I, um, have just such a funky structure, um, and trying to balance, you know, like, well, 
you know, I, I have this kind of uh, pursuit in film, uh, but I also have this kind of social life that I want. And I, I want to be kind of like, you know, like all my roommates and, you know, stay up late all night, play video games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, yeah. I, I want, I want the best of both worlds, but it's almost hard to have both um, without that kind of structure. Um, so like prioritizing, um, you know, your art and your craft over everything uh, is super important, but there's also like, you know, it's all about balance. Um, I don't know. I, I find that really interesting uh, hearing, hearing your perspective on that. Uh, yeah. I mean, concept but it's effective <laughs> i agree yeah then just like accountability is a big part of it because it's yeah. it's really easy as you know someone who's you know any kind of artist it's really easy to go oh i'm working on it mm, oh yeah. you know i'm 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 working on this i'm doing this i'm doing that and like you know one day i kind of sat down and i was like what the fuck have i actually done yeah and the answer was nothing and it wasn't mm-hmm. that i wasn't motivated to do things or that i didn't have good ideas but it was that I had let myself and other things, maybe it be doubt, maybe it be being unorganized, maybe it I I let those things stop me from creating what I want to create. And mm-hmm. um it's it's yeah, and like so one day it was like, okay, what content do I have right now? Is it perfect? Mm-hmm. And that that's another thing. I'm super critical of myself, but it's like, is mm-hmm. it perfect? No. Is it exactly what I want it to be right now? No, but mm-hmm. maybe you should just fucking put it out there. maybe you should just do it you know Mm -hmm. like this project like it's you know the worldwide thing i've i did not want to release this yet because i want Mm -hmm. the website to be ready and everything but i was like you know what i'm i'm sitting on audio files right you know get it out start gaining traction and that's been one of the best decisions i've ever made like it's Mm -hmm. it's gotten the ball rolling on this and given me something to be accountable for and do Mm -hmm. every day and Mm -hmm. be constantly forward thinking about you know this project and then my other art because it's related to that because now i have like deadlines with it now i have you know something i have i need an episode every week i have to do this i have to you know and it's like Mm -hmm. again like probably simple concept like yeah yeah. but i'm just like it's it's just that accountability is so important when you're in your shoes though it's so hard to like for me at least to finish things like i'll get far uh into a project and um, you know, and then, and then the, the doubt comes, if I don't make it quick enough, then I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe this isn't right. Or maybe, you know, something's wrong with it. So maybe I should just think about something else right now. So I don't have to worry about like the time I wasted or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sitting on an edit right now. I shot uh, a film that I'm really proud of the screenplay, um, for, but I just have not had the you know, will to sit down and just throw it in premiere and start. Mm. Uh, but I've been like sitting on it for like two months and I've just now started like piecing it together. And it's, it's incredible. I feel like, um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like I am so bad at um, finishing things, but every time I finish things, it's, it's always worth it. Um and so you're right. Putting, putting out deadlines for yourself is, is huge. And I think accountability is also a big like factor in that and um, mm-hmm. finding other creatives to kind of back you up and be like, Hey, you're going to do this by the end of this week. I'm going to do this by the end of this week. We're going to come back together and we're going to see what we have critique it maybe, or just, you know, mm-hmm. let each other know that it's done. And that, yeah, you know, like, it's like a side effect of a collaboration. Like, yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, like when I have you on, I'm not going to, mm-hmm. I'm not going to like come on here and then sit on this for forever yeah, and, sure. you know, waste your time and make for you, sure. you know, and that's, uh, mm-hmm. 
And yeah, it, but it's just, I don't know. I, I think another thing that's interesting is that how, like you said, with ideas sitting on them and how like you feel different about them, you have doubts. Like mm-hmm. for me, I feel like I move on from ideas very quickly. And that's allowed me to scrap a lot of ideas. But what I've realized recently is that I think like, like I, it just means I need to get them out because it's like, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I was creating at the time. That's what I was making at the time. And like, yeah, yeah like maybe I'm not going to like it from like three months from now, but like, hopefully not because hopefully I'm growing and getting mm-hmm. better. Um, right. But yeah, that's just been like something something for me is that like I, I have sure. so much shit I've thrown out and I look back yeah. and I'm like, I kind of wish I just did some of that and didn't throw right. all of it out. Right. You know? Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, I've started writing everything in a journal, every thought I have this journal that says half-assed ideas on it. And I was just hmm. like, any idea I have, I just Put write it down. down. Good, yeah. bad, write it down. Cause the, cause the ideas in your head and if it's a bad idea, you need to get it out there. But if it's a good idea, you also need to get it out there. You need to get mm-hmm. it out on the page and see what it's worth from face value because uh, your head kind of messes with, you know, the, um, what am I trying to say? I, I guess just the the possibility of that project. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, 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 your head and your emotions will kind of flood into that. But if you put it up on paper, I found that like uh, you can kind of start pushing buttons and pick, picking pieces out of things and combining them. And um, there's a project there. There's something there. Um, yeah. And uh, what, when, when I find myself like not like having any kind of ideas, you know, those bad ideas can inspire better ideas. And it's just a constant kind of brainstorming and iterate. Like, like yeah, exactly. Of everything. That's the thing. Just get yeah. it out while you have yeah. this idea. So you mm-hmm. remember it because like, like you said, half-assed ideas, like I, I have a pretty similar journal where I just, yeah, mm-hmm. I write everything down. It's always with me. Like whenever, yeah. if it's not with me, it goes in my notes app. But yeah. um, what I find a lot of times is like a month later, two months later, three months mm-hmm. later, one of those half-assed ideas like meets another idea in the middle and it becomes exactly. a fully formed idea, exactly. you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, if I didn't have this, you know, little reference to pull from, like I wouldn't have this thing. That's actually like a good idea that I'm excited about now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting too, because I feel like sometimes the way the universe works is they give you these ideas and you have no idea what to do with it. And then something happens in your life where you're like, that's where this connects. That's the intersection here. Mm-hmm. And that's where this story kind of comes from. Um, I've had that happen a couple times and just through like, you know, writing and, um, you know, just having a kind of creative spark and I don't, I don't know, finding, finding the juice for it. And then once you, once you do, it's like a full drive ahead and that's your kind of push. Um, mm. I don't know. I, I find that super, super cool that like the universe works in a way where it's, I, I feel like my life is driven by story and if I'm, you know, constantly pushing myself to do new things and have new experiences, then those half-assed ideas become full-fledged ideas. Absolutely. 